Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. Remember, you can have full access to all our sleep stories commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the app. Now, relax your mind and body as we hear tonight's sleep story. Hello and welcome to this sleep story from Abide. I'm Will. Thanks for joining me tonight for our story, Set Free in Jesus. There's a remarkable story that Luke tells us in the 16th chapter of the book of Acts. Paul and Silas have been arrested because they healed a young female slave who had a spirit of divination and was making money for her owners by telling people's fortunes. The owners, now deprived of the income, caused Paul and Silas to be thrown in jail without a hearing. But what God accomplished through them in their short time there is nothing short of miraculous. Tonight, we will hear their story and experience the great freedom that God brought, not only to Paul and Silas as they were released from jail, but for their Gentile jailer and his whole family. Acts 16.34 says, Then he, the jailer, brought them up into his house and set food before them, and he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. A man who just a short time earlier was set to take his own life because he expected harsh punishment for failing in his job was now rejoicing because he had found new life in Jesus. Great calamity brought great rejoicing when Jesus entered the story. And so tonight, you will fall asleep to words of freedom, not only from this story in Acts, but from scriptures throughout the Bible. You will see that binding yourself to Jesus as Lord of your life will set you free in ways you've never experienced before. New life, new purpose, new hope are yours through the release of your chains to sin and self-service. It truly is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Now, as you prepare to rest in the freedom that God brings, make sure your room is just the way you want it. It's dark enough, quiet enough, warm or cool enough. Don't let any distractions keep you from being able to completely relax. Close your eyes and settle your body into your bed. Take one slow, deep breath and hold it for a count of three. One, two, three. Now slowly, slowly release it. And as you do, 
Let your body sink even further down into your bed. As you continue to breathe slowly, concentrate on one muscle group at a time. Start with your neck and shoulders. Tense them, then release them. Now your arms and hands. Tense them, then release them. Now your abdomen. Tense those ab muscles and then release them. And your legs and feet. Tense them and release them. Let peace flood your body as you release all the tension built up from your day. This is your time to rest and rejuvenate. Whatever you have been carrying, let it go. Clench your fists for a moment and then relax them and let your hands fall open at your side. Inwardly releasing all the cares you have been holding, let your Heavenly Father have them all. They are not yours to carry. Keep breathing slowly and steadily. You are light. You are free. You are completely loved and accepted. Your chains are gone. Jesus has redeemed you and set you free. John 8.36 says, If the Son has set you free, you will be free indeed. Rejoice in your freedom. Let a smile form on your lips as you ease into sleep safely in the arms of your Savior. He loves you and is with you. He will never leave you. You are free indeed. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for this listener, this precious child of yours. You know exactly what it is that is keeping them captive. Remind them as they sleep that you have set them free in Jesus. I pray that they would sleep soundly through the night and wake refreshed and ready for what they have tomorrow, without thinking about it while they rest. If there is a problem they've been facing, help their brain to work on that problem in the background while they sleep, so that they know in the morning that the solution is from you, or that they need to release it into your hands. Sleep is a gift from you. As Psalms 4 verse 8 says, In peace, I will both lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Thank you, Father, for never leaving us, for never forsaking us, and for never sleeping, but always keeping watch 
so that we know that we can dwell in safety. As your beloved one sleeps tonight, sing over them with sweet and comforting words. As a loving parent singing over their child, Amen. Now, relax and rest as I explore with you the ways in which God has granted you freedom and shown His grace to those who are captives. We'll start our story on the well-worn streets of Philippi, a leading city in the Macedonian district Paul and his companions were traversing, and it was also a Roman colony. They stayed in Philippi several days. Luke, the chronicler of the book of Acts, which is sometimes called the Acts of the Apostles, tells the story in chapter 16, verses 13 through 34. On the Sabbath, we went a little way outside the city to a riverbank, where we thought people would be meeting for prayer, and we sat down to speak with some women who had gathered there. One of them was Lydia from Thyatira, a merchant of expensive purple cloth who worshipped God. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart, and she accepted what Paul was saying. She and her household were baptized, and she asked us to be her guests. If you agree that I am a true believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my home, and she urged us until we agreed. I'll interrupt Luke here for a moment so that we can rejoice with Lydia and her family where once they had been captive to the religious laws and the struggle to do everything right, now, with the words and testimony of the Apostle Paul, they were set free. Their lives would from then on be used to help others to see the freedom they could have in Christ, rather than the chains they experienced in following the false gods of the Greeks and Romans. Praise be to God. Let me offer a word of thanksgiving to our God. Father, what a wonderful gift you gave Lydia and her family when you sent Paul to her to explain the gospel. Not only was her life changed, but her whole family was changed. And from then on, everyone they met would hear of your wonderful work in their lives. I pray for your beloved one tonight that they would also be changed by you and overflowing with the message of the freedom that comes with the gospel of Christ. It's in his name that I pray. Amen. Now listen to the rest of Luke's story about their time in Philippi. One day as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day, until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, 
I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered. So they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. The whole city is in uproar because of these Jews, they shouted to the city officials. They are teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape, so the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, Stop! Don't kill yourself! We are all here! The jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord with him, and with all who lived in his household. Even at that hour of the night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought them into his house and set a meal before them, and he and his entire household rejoiced because they all believed in God. What an amazing story. Most of us will not experience being in a physical jail, but we often feel imprisoned by our sin, by our circumstances, by our fears. But rejoice, my friend. You have been set free. Listen in stillness and rest as we hear scriptures that speak of freedom that is found in God. In Psalm 119, verse 45, the psalmist writes, I will walk in freedom, for I have devoted myself to your commandments. Devoting yourself to God's Word allows you to walk in freedom. Knowing God's Word gives you insight into His character when you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal God to you through the pages of the Bible. Look for where you can see Jesus in the stories and poems of God's Word. Listen now to the words of Isaiah. Chapter 43, verses 1 through 13. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. 
O Israel, the one who formed you says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Sheba in your place. Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours because you are precious to me. You are honored, and I love you. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will gather you and your children from east and west. I will say to the north and south, Bring my sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth. Bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. Bring out the people who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. Gather the nations together. Assemble the peoples of the world. Which of their idols have ever foretold such things? Which can predict what will happen tomorrow? Where are the witnesses of such predictions? Who can verify that they spoke the truth? But you are my witnesses, O Israel, says the Lord. You are my servant. You have been chosen to know me, believe in me, and understand that I alone am God. There is no other God. There never has been, and there never will be. I, yes, I am the Lord, and there is no other Savior. First I predicted your rescue, then I saved you and proclaimed it to the world. No foreign god has ever done this. You are witnesses that I am the only God, says the Lord. From eternity to eternity I am God. No one can snatch anyone out of my hand. No one can undo what I have done. Lord, you are an amazing, awesome God. We praise you tonight for your infinite faithfulness. Thank you that no one can snatch us out of your hand. You made this promise to the nation of Israel, and you have grafted us into your family, so we know that you have made this promise to us as well. Thank you for the seal of the Holy Spirit that was given to us the moment we put our faith in Jesus. Through him, we have gained our freedom from our captors. We can rest well knowing this truth. We are free. And it is in the name of our Redeemer that I pray. Amen. Listen now to the stirring words of Isaiah 49 
verses 1 through 18. Listen to me, all you in distant lands. Pay attention, you who are far away. The Lord called me before my birth. From within the womb he called me by name. He made my words of judgment as sharp as a sword. He has hidden me in the shadow of his hand. I am like a sharp arrow in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant, Israel, and you will bring me glory. I replied, But my work seems so useless. I have spent my strength for nothing and to no purpose. Yet I leave it all in the Lord's hand. I will trust God for my reward. And now the Lord speaks, the one who formed me in my mother's womb to be his servant, who commissioned me to bring Israel back to him. The Lord has honored me, and my God has given me strength. He says, You will do more than restore the people of Israel to me. I will make you a light to the Gentiles, and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. The Lord, the Redeemer and Holy One of Israel, says to the one who is despised and rejected by the nations, to the one who is the servant of rulers, kings will stand at attention when you pass by. Princes will also bow low because of the Lord. The Faithful One, the Holy One of Israel, who has chosen you. This is what the Lord says. At just the right time, I will respond to you. On the day of salvation, I will help you. I will protect you and give you to the people as my covenant with them. Through you, I will reestablish the land of Israel and assign it to its own people again. I will say to the prisoners, Come out in freedom, and to those in darkness, come into the light. They will be my sheep, grazing in green pastures and on hills that were previously bare. They will neither hunger nor thirst. The searing sun will not reach them anymore. For the Lord in his mercy will lead them. He will lead them beside cool waters and I will make my mountains into level paths before them. The highways will be raised above the valleys. See, my people will return from far away, from lands to the north and west, and from as far south as Egypt. Sing for joy, O heavens. Rejoice, O earth. Burst into song, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on them in their suffering. Yet Jerusalem says, The Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. Never. Can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. See, 
I have written your name on the palms of my hands. Always in my mind is a picture of Jerusalem's walls in ruins. Soon your descendants will come back, and all who are trying to destroy you will go away. Look around you and see, for all your children will come back to you, as surely as I live says the Lord. They will be like jewels or bridal ornaments for you to display. Oh, how gracious and loving is our God. He does not just set us free. He calls us back to himself. He provides shelter and food. He never forgets us. He has engraved your name on the palm of his hand. The Apostle Paul, who knew himself what it was to be a physical prisoner, spent the greater part of his life telling people about spiritual freedom in Jesus. To the Romans he wrote, Sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. And a little later in that letter, he wrote, Against its will, all creation was subjected to God's curse, but with eager hope, the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. The Romans who had worshipped idols and false gods for so many centuries, could learn about the freedom of Christ. And to the Corinthians, Paul wrote, For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And to the Galatians, he wrote, But the Scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin, so we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ. And further on he wrote, God sent him, Jesus, to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law, so that he could adopt us as his very own children. And then he writes to them, Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to live as I do, in freedom from these things, for I have become like you Gentiles, free from those laws. And in chapter 5 he writes, So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law, for you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. Ah, precious freedom. No more chains. No more shackles. No more having to earn the love of a God who doesn't know you. You have been set free like Lydia and the jailer and their families in Philippi, like the thief on the cross next to Jesus 
who turned to Jesus for life and remembrance. For the blind and the lame and the deaf and the dead, Jesus touched them all and set them free from their afflictions. And if the Son has set you free, you will be free indeed. Breathe deeply of the sweet air of freedom given to you in Christ Jesus. You are never to be slaves again to fear, to sin, to your physical cravings. And as you revel in your freedom, you can be sure that others will see you and want to know what has made you so free. And when they ask, you will know what to tell them. It's Jesus who has set me free. Lord, we don't ever want to be slaves again, not to fear, not to the law, not to people's expectations. You died so that we might be free, free to live for you, free to love others the way you have loved us, free to live the life that you have set out for us. As this beloved child of yours sleeps tonight, I pray that they would grab onto that freedom and never let it go, just as you have promised to never let them go. We love you, and we thank you for life. In Jesus' name, Amen. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Breathe that in deeply. Let the Spirit of God fill you with peace and joy as you celebrate your freedom. Whatever your circumstances, your spirit is free. Sleep now in complete peace as you remember that you are not wearing chains that the yoke of Jesus is light and that the Holy Spirit is your advocate, your counselor and your comforter. Let no one for any reason shackle you to rules. You are already bound to grace which is greater than all your sins. Sleep deeply in the joy of that knowledge.